Hiya. What's up, Shinners? It's Matty P. And it's Aaron Good. And of course, we're back with another episode of the Shindig Podcast. This time, we are doing Super Rider. Yes, travelling across the pond over to the big US of A um, to, to find out more about who is who, Super yeah. Rider TV. Who mm. is Aaron Lutz, if yeah. I'm pronouncing that right? Yeah. Yeah, we've got different spellings, so it's going to be yeah, it's gonna be a feisty one. Aaron and Aaron. Aaron and Aaron. Um, so, yeah, without further ado, really, we'll just get into the conversation. I'm quite interested to, yeah. to find out a bit more. I'm going in very blind here. So, yeah. um, me too, me this, too. Some of the listeners might know more than me. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely, yeah, something we uh, weren't too, someone we weren't too, uh, like, you know, knowledgeable of yeah, at this stage. It's going to so be educational. It's going to be educational for the um, both of us. Um, uh, I'm, yeah, we can see what it's about. We like to make new friends, uh around the world so of course without further ado let's get straight into it yes what's up shinners we are back back with the podcast with super rider super rider mr aaron how do we pronounce your second name aaron Lutzi, last Lute, name is Lutzi. Lutzi. Oh, I got, Lutzi. I got it wrong in the intro. Apologise. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Aaron. let it slide this once. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Lutzi. Hey, Aaron, how are you doing today? Great. Yeah, I'm really fired up to talk to you guys. I've listened to, I think, every single one of your podcasts. And, uh, oh, wow. Yeah, so oh, wow. uh, stoked um, to be here with you. Okay, so we are, there is someone that listens to someone. Do them. yeah, people do actually listen to it. That's <laughs> just crazy. Sat here going like, <laughs> is this just for us? <laughs> oh, that's awesome to hear, man. So you have a pretty, pretty good idea of like what we what we get up to and what we like to talk about. And yeah, this is a chance for you to yeah. We'll we'll guess we'll just jump straight into you. Like, how where did it all start for you? Like when and where and riding how? specifically. We're yeah. talking about <laughs> right. Aaron. We're going to talk about Aaron and then into Super Rider. Yeah. Perfect. So I started riding trials in kind of a weird way. I got into mountain biking with my friends in high school and I was really tiny. I was uh, five foot two. So I was the shortest kid in class <laughs> and I couldn't keep up with my friends that were really good at mountain biking because yeah. they were big and strong. I think Aaron can relate. Yeah, uh, I relate to, to that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was on a, a family road trip out to the West Coast and we stopped in this random campground and I was riding my mountain bike around the campground and this German kid came up to me and said, hey, can I see your bike for a second? And he borrowed it and he hopped up and over a picnic table. I was like, teach wow. me, just teach me how to yeah. do any of that. That'd uh -huh. be amazing. And the the road trip with my family lasted about two weeks. So by the time I got home to my friends, I had already gotten a head start on learning trials and they never got a chance to really catch me. So that was my competitive advantage. <laughs> I wasn't go. big enough to keep yeah. up with them on the trail, but they couldn't ride over picnic tables. And that kind of started it off. Uh, I grew up in a place, Wisconsin, where there's not really a lot of other trials riders at the time. Really, all the U.S. is so spread out that it was mm. hard to meet other riders. So yeah, most of my riding was just off by myself, watching Hans Ray and Op P videos, of trying course. to figure stuff yeah. out. You would have watched the podcast as well. So With those yeah, guys, yeah. yeah. You've seen those. Yeah. You've seen those. Yeah. And that kind so of that triggered was... your inspiration of, oh, wait, you can do different things uh, you know, different tricks on, on, on a mountain bike. So were you doing trials on a mountain bike? Yeah, I started on a GT Avalanche and I rode that basically <laughs> yes. until it broke. And then I got a GT Team Trials and then I started competing in 1997 at uh, the Norba event, which is kind of like the US National oh Series. God. So, And uh, at that event, 
met everybody and got sucked into the whole trial That's scene in the inc- US. J- just some context there. So yeah. 97, I was five years old. I wasn't even born. I wasn't even born. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And he's yeah. just like, wait, am I that old? Wait, what? <laughs> hold on. So you kind of, you, especially it must have been, it sounds like a long time to be following the trial sport. And yet you're still, you, you, from being so distant from where it kind of originated from, you know what I mean? Over there. What keeps you motivated to carry on doing this trials then? And, you know, what's the scene like around you? How does that, how does that influence you? Yeah, there's a a pretty small scene in the U S we just had that event in Bentonville where everybody kind of came together, which was a huge moment for the U S scene. And Kenny Belay had so much to do with just pulling that together. Mike Fidel helped him put on the contest. It was so neat to finally meet everybody in person. You know, what's funny is when I started riding trials in like 96, 97, the way that we communicated and connected as a community was this uh, mountain bike trials mailing list. So this is before you could download a a TRA uh, clip off the Internet. You couldn't get video at this point. You would email this address. It was like mtbtrials at topica.com. And when you emailed, it would go out to everyone else that had signed up for this mailing list. And you would have threads of emails talking about this competition or learning this trick or watching this this VHS, you know, where the rides are going to be. Yeah. All that kind of thing, I guess. Yeah. And and at that stage, it then became trying to get meetups to happen. And it was almost like, you know, how many people off the mailing list had you met? You know, you'd go to a contest, you'd go to rides. And we just started kind of growing that way. The Midwest scene kind of came together and we all started riding together and traveling and and that really kind of kicked things off uh, from there i got into doing demos uh jeff lanoski was a huge influence and actually helped me out a ton when it came to doing demos and yeah. getting involved in stuff like that mm-hmm. and then uh you know video production uh came along i was in college and my roommate was watching what i was doing on campus like you know i could go out with you with a video camera and i've got editing software on my computer we could maybe like make like some kind of video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This sounds this like is... a Danny Mac story. Same yeah. thing, you know, thing, his, yeah. House, yeah. his housemate and that. Yeah, go on. So so we we just went out on campus and we put some stuff together. And then I went to a contest and brought his camera and filmed some of the other riders. And then it kind of turned into this thing. Uh, I made a series called Match Video Scene. And the first three videos that we made were on VHS. And then we moved to DVD but we were riding with all the best riders and we were going on road trips and we were going to contests. And so we would just take all that time to film as much as we possibly could and put out content on a regular basis. Yeah. And, and that's kind of how so I got much, my foot this in is the like the modern, It's like the modern version. It's just that the shindig's like the modern version of just doing that really, isn't it? Like, Apart from the process for them was like nine steps more, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, were, just, we just press record. It's like, I've it never, happens, like, <laughs> it's a funny thing when they've said like, I've never physically held a shindig video in my hand. Yeah, shindig DVD. Right? Like that's just, <laughs> you know, and I like, so uh, it, that kind of concept of everything being so legitimate and like so much harder and raw and yeah, raw. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's that, that kind of mm-hmm. level of it. So that kind of did that kind of kickstart your love for the combination of riding and filming is so that sounds like it's always been a part of your kind of uh, um, hobby there, the, 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 the combination of two. Absolutely. In fact, if I'm if I'm really honest about it, I don't ever think that any of this has ever been about my riding specifically. It's mm-hmm. been about helping the community grow right. or helping yeah, other riders course. get yeah, going. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and that kind of played into the future. So by the time we got to like number six or number seven of the videos, I was barely in 
the actual video itself. I was just finding new riders to film and trying to help those riders get sponsored and, and get their careers off and running. And it was enough for me to just be the guy kind of behind the scenes. Right. And as we kind of go through the rest of the story, that's exactly where I kind of fit in. I'm the guy behind the scenes kind of putting stuff together. Yeah. Um, you've been just, around those great riders. You've been influenced, obviously had quite a few years of experience. Yeah. I mean, longer than, than we've been alive. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so you're kind of like, Hey, I have all of this knowledge. Like I need to, tell other riders and tell the other base it's the same with what i love is that you're really reaching out to mountain bike riders right mm -hmm. and i and i see that because really the basics of mountain bike is trials yeah like the basics yeah, yeah. Like it Just, works both it works both ways if you're a really good trials rider you could end up being a really good mountain biker too like mm -hmm. yeah the, all those I mean, skills are so like compatible you know you could end up being really good mountain biking as well yeah as a trials rider so yeah if you think if you think about maybe the most successful, and of course there are a lot of different ways to judge success, right? Mm -hmm. But the most successful trials riders in my eyes are probably Hans Ray, Martin Ashton, Jeff mm -hmm. Lenoski, right? And they've always done kind of the hybrid of the two. They're riding mountain bikes, but showing how you can put the two together in the yeah, right way and kind of getting people to start think about, oh, I guess I could do that on this bike. I guess I could try this on that bike. And it's the way that we've sort of grown the sport in the most effective way in my mind is being able to show mountain bikers that if you learn two or three of these things, it's a hack mm -hmm. to get better at riding bikes in every single way. It's, yeah. it's just bike handling yeah. at the highest level. I like, yeah. love that term. It is like trials is a little hack for biking. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like if you learn the basics of control on that, like I feel like sometimes I get on a BMX and I'll do a trick of BMX I couldn't do, but they're like, well, I, I can't do that. It's like, well, I can't do what you're doing either, but yeah. you're relaying what you're learning and, how that's doing. And it looks like um, if, if the listeners, if you haven't seen yet, there's a whole, whole playlist of Aaron who's made like literally lessons. Yeah. Lessons on how to do everything. Uh, and we never had lessons. We just had to freaking like somehow fall figure off it out. And just, fall off a lot. <laughs> you know, and fall, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, well, moving into like progressing there now, when did sort of the whole super rider take shape from that? Well, I think there's a there's one more gap to to fill right, in yeah, here. Okay. Uh, so so after college and after you know all the video stuff kind of came to a, essentially a close, I ended up getting a job uh, with Red Bull. Actually, there's a small gap in there too where we started the UCI live stream, like the downhill stuff with Rob yeah. Warner and all that stuff. Okay. Actually, cool. We started that at a company called Freecaster. So I was traveling and making videos for Match Video Zine and for other companies. This is before YouTube existed. We'd make a video and put it on their website of like their team riders and yeah. stuff because I got really into the free ride side of things. I met the guy who started Freecaster, who was actually the original athlete marketing director of Red Bull. And he wanted wow. to do, he was doing live events. So he would do a live stream of Red Bull District Ride and that's where we met. And he wanted to start doing live streams for the UCI Downhill Series. And so we built that from scratch. And then eventually it ended up going to Red Bull, but we laid the foundation. Like I started yeah. Rob Warner's Twitter account in a sushi bar in, in Australia. Like <laughs> we traveled all over the place, like putting all this content together and laying the foundation. So again, going back to like yeah. being the guy behind Building the scenes. It. Yeah, exactly. They built it, they came and they were like, cool, we'll have that. 
and we're going to use <laughs> that. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for that very much. Thanks for putting in all the effort. <laughs> well, if no one's actually said it to you then, Aaron, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, create the foundation, be like, well, this is what live coverage should be at a bike event. Um, and now even the UCI do that for trials. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It gives you guys a chance in the States and all over the world to watch it live on YouTube. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I know that that involves a lot of funding, a lot of work. Um I'd like to think maybe you'd influenced all that from years ago, Aaron. I think a lot of it is just being the guy to, to raise your hand. I was already making videos. I was already making free ride videos and like, yeah, why not? Let's let's go do that. You know, yeah. if you're there and, you know, just like you guys, like, hey, let's make a podcast for trials. And now here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Super niche. Like, you know, yeah. we, we just have our own little big family and. There's so much discussion here that people wouldn't understand in different countries. We say names and we say silly, silly, yeah, silly, <laughs> mo- silly moves that people just don't understand. Or we'll names. we'll go outside and we'll look at a wall and be like, yeah, that's a nice wall. I want to do stuff on that wall, you know. And people will be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I mean that kind. Of, speaking of walls and like riding on things, um, for those of listening who can't see, actually, uh, Aaron's got a pretty epic. Um, surrounding by him, yeah. which looks like a warehouse with, like it reminds me of Danny McCaskill's Imagine It. Yeah, it Imagine does. It. Imagine it does. It. Yeah, big time. Well, tell us a little about about where you are and what what this is, Aaron. So this is the shred spot. This is a warehouse that I I got my hands on and and built a bunch of trials obstacles inside of it. The purpose of it was to be able to do trials tutorials and to help people get into riding. You know, I think both of us are collectively all guides for people that are coming into the sport, want to get deeper into the sport, whether it's learning to hop on your back wheel or getting exposed to a new rider that maybe you haven't heard about. You know, going back to your point about, you know, saying all these names that people don't know or talking about a trick that people don't like somebody has to help. teach all that stuff and that's what we're collectively all here for whether it's you know on the podcast or in a video tutorial to learn how to hop on your back wheel or to side hop or whatever so when i first started my channel i was just filming outside and i live in portland oregon where it rains a ton and i had a full-time job at red bull and so i was kind of dodging both work and rain to try to like get enough time to record a a video and all this stuff yeah i know this sounds like london i know that feeling like being from scott being from scotland as well you know it's like so hard to try and find time to ride it's like oh there's a bit of blue sky over there um we'll follow the blue sky and we'll go and ride that wall over there you know, <laughs> that's exactly it. So yeah. no, no <laughs> risk with the warehouse then. Yeah, no risk. It's actually like makes me kind of happy when it rains outside because I'm inside and I'm still riding and it's just like this great feeling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I th- yeah. feel like, like, yeah, now it feels better to be riding in here in the rain. That concept <laughs> works. Well, yeah. um, so you actually said that you, you mentioned you've traveled. Um, you traveled quite a bit. Have you ever have you ever come to ride in the UK before? I've never ridden in the UK, but it's obviously on the wow. list. I mean, you guys have everything. I'm so jealous watching it's all the videos. I mean, well, we yeah. have a great collection of people, um, good and bad. That's what makes it great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, we're all different characters and that. And, and that's the thing. I feel like we've got a big, we're known for the scene, maybe not so much for our um group of uh, level. We've only got singular, singular riders whose level is just... Yeah, uh, uh, like next yeah, level, next, next level. level. Sure. And then we have the group of just everyone who rides together, does all the same kind of moves, but just like eggs people on to kind of improve themselves uh, and each other. You yeah, know? it was because we obviously use a term here called TGS, right? yeah. tap gap side up. Was that something that was ever used in America too? Or 
I mean, I think a lot of American trials writers are just kind of plugged into what you guys are doing over there. So of course we know what that is. Right. But, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, the, cool. There's not that many. We just don't have group rides like like you guys do. Yeah. I was texting yeah, with like, uh, with, well, with Sean Goddard earlier today. He's like, I just need like ten more riders to be able to have a hundred riders at the contest. And I was like, I would take just ten riders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is so true, and yeah. it's, it's the same for us here. It might look like they're like, wow, the scene's so good over there, but it's like we still really have to try and. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone really does know everyone, and I feel like maybe in the states that's the same, even though they're from a different state. You know who each other are, and yeah, we, I mean it's it's really small, so we have a fair idea kind of who everybody is. But I think a lot of it is just trying to come together as this community. You know, one of the things that I built was a, a Discord channel where everybody can kind of come in and talk about trials and talk about technique and yeah. start putting stuff together. And I think that's like one of the biggest things that we need to do is kind of pull everybody together and and make it feel like a more cohesive scene. Trials is such an individual sport where you're off by yourself, trying to learn this technique, mm. trying to yeah. have like this an, thing. Yeah. Even more centralized place. Did you ever use Trials Forum? I mean, that was been... I've, I've been on it a handful of times, but... Okay. Uh, so it's an yeah. interesting place. That's, that's what I would have <laughs> like, especially for someone with the, with the history of Trials, but that was the centralized place for discussions, for videos. For selling parts. Selling parts. Yeah. For, for just arguing chat um yeah for chat i mean it was like that was i was using that before facebook so for me social media was was a trials forum on bikes yeah. that, that was my social media mm-hmm. and i think that's what helped our community grow in yeah. a sense that someone kind of um ran that but um oh anywhere else in europe that you've ridden then or you've you visited the uk but not ridden is there any in europe, yeah. europe you've you've been ridden before yeah, I actually spent a fair bit of time in the Czech Republic, uh, became friends with Yarmir Spesny, the spaceman, and uh, Peter Kraus. And that that was like my generation of riders there. Right, Damien, yeah. obviously, is a good friend. So I got really into the free ride side of things toward the end of my pre-Red Bull career. And mm-hmm. so I was over in Europe at a lot of contests. I actually met, I guess maybe I have ridden in the UK. I met Danny back in 2007, I want to say, and introduced him to his now agent because we were over there doing a contest called the Kashkai World Series or something like that. It was like that's a free what I ride. saw you posted. I was like, that was before the 2009 viral video. Like he's, he, yeah. was, he was riding with, yeah. and I we met Danny there. Well, so we met him. We rode with him probably that same year, 2007 or eight. I met him in Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, cool, there's a cool rider. But what you're saying is like you influenced him. I've just, from what I've just heard, he'd never met his own agent, and you're like, "Hey, Danny, meet this guy, meet this person." No, it, it was kind of an interest. I don't know if I'd. I don't know if I'd go as far as say as I influenced, <laughs> but I met Danny. So, yeah, maybe a yeah, interesting choice of words. You, you, um, yeah, helped him along the way. Introduced. Yeah, okay. we we had met. We were. I was running a contest series, like a free ride contest series, with the guy who turned out to be his agent. I suggested, hey, we should add Danny to this next event, and we invited Danny to be it. And then he, I think he broke his wrist or something, so he ended up not doing it. So it wasn't like they instantly met and became like whatever. It was further down the road that they kind yeah. of. But they know that up. was the first interaction, and at that point, interesting to see. I'm sure that he didn't know that but it's amazing in hindsight to i love those kind of stories being like well little did i know i'd suddenly be sharing my life with this man you know years yeah. Down the line. <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> nothing it's much been has crazy. changed yeah he's still top of his game top still, of the scene 
Yeah, he's still yeah, he's still the, the best, one of the best. Four Street, hundred percent. I, I mean, mean, Fabio as well. Like Fabio yeah. too, he's still fantastic. Like, but yeah. them two, them two guys are just on again. They're on a good different scale. Them two guys, just who, completely different scale. Yeah, I mean, you've obviously not, you've met quite a few of the riders. Who, who who's your favorite UK rider? Oh, Martin Ashton. I'm oh, unapologetically no, like okay. fanboy all day. Yeah. yeah, I haven't actually. I don't think we've ever met, but I feel like it'd be like a moment to actually. Uh, get a chance to meet him. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, I'm very fortunate too of myself, but he was the one that actually influenced me and introduced me to trials, and that's why I, I started. So, um, yeah, great answer. And yeah. Maybe we'll call that out and be like, hey, Martin, you were called out on the podcast. You want to listen again? Yeah, listen um, to this one. You might find this one interesting. <laughs> until we get Chris Agwick on when he can start slagging him off, because that's where I'd like the... <laughs> The bit of the banter from the boys, yeah, you know, that would be amazing. That would be great. Yeah. There was uh, there was one there was one thing I'd recently seen on your Instagram about um nin. So like you, you mentioned, it was Ninja Warrior on a bike. Now I want a little bit of context and background on that because that is something that I've not I've not seen before. Well, we, we've imagined it. We've thought about this. We've when thought I saw about the video, it. I have like, seen the video and we were like, like, "God, someone's already done it." It's already done it, but I didn't know it's already been done. Tell tell us about that. Tell us about that. I mean, this is really the dream. Yeah. And, it, and I think like just how I was saying, like everybody's got to raise their hand to do something. I think this is my background from what I've done so far with video production, with all this stuff I did, Red Bull event production and athlete stuff, to what I'm doing now. It, it, it makes sense. This is the thing I want to raise my hand for. We're all kind of here working together to try to do everything we can for this sport. But to give you a little backstory, Super Rider was the name of a segment on the show called The Incredible Banzuki. And it was a Japanese yes. game show like Wipeout or whatever. I know, yeah. exactly. I know the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. that's it. So, yeah. so they only had, I think, maybe four or five segments that they did this. But they would bring in the world's best riders. So like Cesar, Otpi, Hans Rey, um, a ton of riders came into this, this set in Japan and they were all thematic courses. So there was one that was like a train set. There was one that was like a radioactive, you know, whatever. And the, the sections were, it was one section. It was super hard, but it was very clear where you had to go and you had to try to make it through the section and mm -hmm. hardly anyone ever did. It was that difficult. There was one that ended with a, it was like a pole, but it was, you know, 20 feet in the air and you had to ride this like crazy balance line oh, and everybody fell off. And find out how, how we can watch this yeah. back. I'm going to look for so some it, of this. So the segment was called Super Rider and then it actually came to the UK. There was a show called Under Pressure and they physically brought the courses over to the UK and had a show. So both the Martins wrote it. I think Chris wrote it. There was a ton of riders in this. Um, actually, Chris Ratcliffe gave me the UK footage of it because I think there were five episodes, but on the same course. So it's been kind of brought around and then it just disappeared. And it was always the dream, like, oh, I would love to get invited to ride on Super Rider as I was, you know, ascending yeah, the ranks see, yeah. as, okay. as rider. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. So basically once I started kind of putting all my stuff together, I was like, okay, I need a big goal. Like I want to lay the foundation to try to give everybody uh, an entry point into the sport of trials. Like, I like, I like that. I want to learn how to do that. Cool. Let's make this trials encyclopedia. So that was job number one with the super rider channel was just explaining how to do all this stuff. And then the next thing is let's bring super rider back to life. Let's put on, the event and have episodes okay. and tell all the stories gotcha. and update the show to yep. 
2022 or whatever and and continue to add on to it and as that show is successful people are also going to get served up the how-to content so you can get people excited about the show and what riders are doing at the highest level but you can also be on that channel learning how to do it yourself and so thinking about how to just connect all the dots to getting people excited but then also learning it themselves and picking up the skill here and there oh yeah so that's well, something for everyone the classic term yeah. you know something for everybody you know or the, the elite riders can go and watch and find out oh maybe i could give that a go but someone else just wants to know how am i going to even ride along that thin beam or, yeah. or whatnot so which isn't it's not something that happens very often you know we're just mm -hmm, kind of like mm -hmm. passive to those types of things you know um ninja warrior is a very very good example andre gets to test the the courses this is actually what he's doing right now today you know mm -hmm. and that's that's a legitimate job in doing all that and so I, I see the bigger picture now you're like okay the super rider it's like let's bring it back from whatever what was late 90s did you say yeah. or something yeah. like that yeah. so we're talking like more than 20 odd years ago or 30 years ago more you know whatever um what an inc incredible kind of how how do you see it getting back to that point? So it's just like purely its own its own show or like something that can be global? There's a lot of different ways to approach it, uh, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. This was you know, an open-ended question. Very there. open yeah. question, yeah. I, just, I, mean, I love the, the idea. I, I think a lot about Street League for skateboarding and how they do the same thing where they bring in a handful of riders, they have a bunch of competitions and they tell the the storyline of like what's happening with all the different riders throughout the season and they're able to do more like think about the maximum level like what's the best thing we can do for trials I'm trying to do that and I want to right. include as many people as I possibly can to like bring the whole community along with us for the ride and help grow our community through through this way like there's a need for every single thing along the way and this is like the thing I'm that I want to see happen. I mean, this, yeah. I think yeah. you, so got, you got the you got the vision. It's a it's a long vision, but yeah, yeah, it's going to be worth it in the end if it when when you do do it. Well, you're putting a you're putting a story and a backstory to the contestants, just like you know Ninja Warrior uh, um, anywhere like USA or any country. There's a backstory. It tells about their family, and then like you go, oh, let's we'll see you in next week's episode when this happens, and then the audience should hopefully invest in the rider. And be like, mm -hmm. yeah, this is my favorite person. Oh, this <laughs> is I like this, and and like maybe the Olympics is the wrong way for it. It's like maybe that's too serious, and they want, you know, whether it be comedy, um, what's the word, like narration, on the top of it, and all that kind of stuff. Um, there's yeah, there's so much you can do with it, yeah. and, and thinking about you know what I was saying earlier about trying to help other people start their careers and become pros and stuff like that. My goal is not to be pro. Like I will never be as good as Ali or Jack or yeah, Charlie Rolls or anybody like that. Yeah. But if I can make something for the next Ali, the next Charlie, the next Jack, whatever, mm -hmm. that that mm -hmm. would be meaningful to me and I hope meaningful to the community. So that's yeah. where I'm putting my real effort in and, and my expertise in the back. Like I've put on giant events for Red Bull. I've put on big video productions. Like we've done all this stuff. And so it's just a matter of piecing it together in the right order and actually putting it out into the world. So yeah, that's, that's what, that's like the exciting. motivation mm. behind and just, all this stuff. We're doing. And just doing it. I know that sounds so clean, but like trials is tough. And I think some people go, Oh, it needs this. It needs that. Oh, it won't work. It won't do this. And it was the mm -hmm. same thing with like the, when I started the podcast thing, thing. the only way it yeah. started, cause I was like, 
all right, let's press record. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, I'm really hopeful for the future too because I love what I'm hearing, basically, Aaron. And this kind of level is yeah. like it's the only discipline that is now not in the Olympics of cycling. Like mm-hmm. oh, exactly. Uh, well, unicycling is trials. Unicycling is trials. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's we won't get through the technicalities. <laughs> But what, uh, and I hope like the listeners are kind of for that too. Like, imagine having that one show that people around the world actually just get into um, to, to, to watch in the evening with their family. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, and that's just telling me. Sitting, uh, yeah, sitting at home, like watching, say, Gogglebox, but it's now, it's now like, you know, Ninja Warrior on a bike, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, think about skateboarding or any of these other things, Ninja Warrior. A lot of people watching can't actually do any of that stuff, but they're yeah. excited to watch it and they're invested in the athletes. They're invested in the story. They're invested in the outcome of the competition and mm. stuff like that. So there's so much that you can kind of pack in there and make the sport as accessible as possible. And mm-hmm. hopefully that gets more people involved who are going to put on, you know, regional competitions, who are going to pick up a new bike, who are going to get involved and listen to podcasts and watch tutorial videos and you know, everybody's got to do their part. Everybody's I was gotta just trying to say, as long as we all do our little part and bit, there's like, hey, you want to hear about this? Go and listen to this podcast. You want to learn how to just back up? Go and watch that tutorial. Because yeah. I never really thought I haven't anyway. I, know, I may be different for listeners, but I, there's never been tutorial stuff for trials for me. I, I'm sure there is out there. Maybe I was a little bit too ignorant um, to that. But yeah. for you, you were the only one I've seen there was- that was doing that. At a level that we could understand and be like, oh wow, that's actually um, Ryan. No, Ryan Leach did he not do do he uh, tutorials? Wheelie, he did wheelie coaching, and I don't know. I don't. I might be wrong. But I'm not sure. He, he I'm talking a... about now. Yeah, like yeah. you know, Ryan Leach is more more of the old school style, whereas you've you've taken on the whole inspired discipline a little bit to kind of show that's what people want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's Yeah, actually one of the most popular videos is uh 20 versus 24 versus 26 where I try to ride all the bikes and explain why you would want to have a 20-inch bike, why you'd want to have a 26-inch and just kind of lay it all out cuz I think that's a lot of people getting into the sport are trying to do that, figure out what bike should I what ride. What are the pros and, and cons of each? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. We've been trying to and figure then, that out for years. I've been doing it for 15 years. I'm <laughs> yeah. still jumping to 24 and 20. <laughs> yeah, still can't work it <laughs> out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that and uh, the first five series that I have is like, here are the first five trials moves you should learn. Here are the next five and here are the next five. Because it's all just, it's like primary colors, right? You got this one plus this one, then you can do this move. You would learn these two moves, you mm-hmm. can do this move. And yeah. so mm-hmm. trying to like, just make all of this accessible and make it make sense so that you can learn this, then learn that. And voila, you're a trials writer, you know? Yeah, and yeah. it's a centralized place that I know I now would do. Be like, you don't know how you want to look online? Go on Super Rider TV. There's your starting point mm-hmm. for trials. Yeah, it's like I'm a terrible teacher. No, but go on Super Rider TV. Or They'll, or <laughs> go on the Twitch. Yeah, you know about I, Twitch. I forgot. I've, I've got that in the notes here actually. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, as we're we're keeping it short and sweet because sometimes I ramble on. I'm I'm really happy with what we've covered, but I think you're the first Twitch trials rider right now. I think so I, I, we I were mean, searching yesterday. I yeah, couldn't, we couldn't find anything. Nothing, else. <laughs> couldn't find that, and I'm like, I've never thought about that. You know, just how how has that gone for you so far? How what's the kind of approach with Twitch? So, I think I wanted to just have something that I could 
just go deeper when it came to the tutorials. Like if you really had a question, mm -hmm. come here and ask it in real time and I'll just show you exactly what I mean. Because you could cover right. a lot in like an eight to 10 minute tutorial video, but there's always nuance. There's so much nuance in what yeah. we do. And I just wanted to provide something else. And I didn't want to go necessarily a Patreon route because I just felt like all I, all I would do there is give people my videos earlier and I'm working hard enough to get them out as frequently as I am. So <laughs> yeah. What's another that's way that's why we, we decided that was a terrible idea because <laughs> then you're actually like, oh, damn it. People are paying for this. Damn, I need to give it to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's like shot at the buzzer, you know, right before. <laughs> so Twitch was just a way to have a, a higher level of interaction with riders who are trying to to learn trials. And, and the other side of it is that it's a live chat, so they can ask a question right there while I'm yeah. explaining something. Or maybe I'm filming a video that's going to go out the next week, and they're like, hey, I know you're talking about this, but could you go a little bit deeper into this one area? Because we're listening to you talk about it, but we we actually, as beginner riders, want to know this. And so the crew that shows up on Twitch every week has really been helpful in terms of shaping the content, not just, you know, tuning in to watch, but actually yeah. being sort of an active participant in the way that I put my stuff together because yeah. they're the people that I'm making the content for and they can ask questions to essentially enhance what I'm making. That feels for more them. intimate. Yeah, definitely more yeah. intimate. Do you know what I mean? I mean, they're kind of choosing what you're doing so you can kind of like uh, make it more specific to, to them. You know, um, and we you know what it's like when you do when we do virtual events or I, I do them at work and so on. And when people talk and then the physical person's like, oh, hey, Clive. Yeah. Nice question. Hey, I've got this. And I don't know. I said Clive. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, nice question. And then it's kind of. Yeah, that that approach to me is definitely new. I think that's super important. Mm -hmm. It's almost it's, it's given me some sort of idea to be like, should we just do Twitch street rides? Like, do you know what I mean? That if is, we were just that filming is our a, street rides, constant. Yeah, and they're like, hey guys, tell us what trick to do. You know, <laughs> oh, do we're a not like, like monkeys, like dancing. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, think about it for the maybe even the podcast. Like, imagine yeah. being able to source a question in real time. Like, hey, everybody wants to ask this rider this question, and being able to. You know, do it right there. <laughs> the, That's just, a good. <laughs> we need to. Uh, we need to. We need to talk more. And I. I like how your brain works. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to do as much as I possibly can with the time and resources I've got. Yeah. I've been doing uh, TikTok as well, and that one's more about educating people on who the writers are and kind of the backstory behind all that stuff. And mm -hmm. and really interesting to see the response on there too. A lot of people are posting writing content on there, but I'm trying to give context to the writing content. Say like. Here's this rider, but this is why this is important. This is why this is good. Yeah, and yeah. trying to like enhance. No, and in, I will uh, say it now, Aaron. You're doing a flipping fantastic job. Yeah, right? yeah. Honestly, yeah. you really are. I don't know how often you'll get told that. I know it can be tedious. I know as a creator, what what can go through your mind. So um, just keep doing what you're doing, mate. And I think you. it's yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. Got, I've got a lot more. I've got a lot of respect for you now after everything that's been said today. You know, like that's really, really well, like more so the history. You yeah. know, I, I was really um, positive, being like, "Yeah, there's more trials in like the, in the US. This guy's sort of pushing the sport," and then realizing, "Wait, you've been doing that for longer than we've been alive." And it, <laughs> yeah. like you said. I'm in the background. Yeah, I'm we just, didn't even realize I'm, it was happening. It's like the song <laughs> behind the curtain turning the lights on to everyone else in the show. And um, I think it's nice to finally, you know, get to hear your voice to it too. And 
Um, I think we'll do a, a Super Rider 2.0 podcast. We definitely need more than one because we're <laughs> sort of shortening um, shortening them up a bit bit now. Um, what's a message that you yourself would like to perhaps give to sort of every every rider, all the listeners, um, uh, and anything could, could be um, advice, could be. Um, and it could be something you love anything (laughs) i would say work together you know we've heard all the other things about you know try hard and keep practicing practice makes progress all that but we need to work together this is amazing that we can sit and have this conversation Mm -hmm. and think about how we might collaborate helping you guys get your twitch stream off the ground and, and talking about some of the things like our discord channel and all these different things and and kind of sharing what we've learned so far but we we got to keep working together and keep connecting the dots and stuff like that i think that's the the most important thing we could possibly yeah. do to make this community we come together yeah. on like a global scale you guys have done such an amazing job in the uk and i think there's a lot of people in random countries usa included that just want to be want to feel part of that community and the more things we can do to pull everybody together yeah. and work together I, I like the more it. successful we're all gonna I be. like that I like that a lot. collaboration yeah we need, we need to have more conversations we need Absolutely. we need to we need to chat that's good we need to where can chat. we find all of your <laughs> socials we've got about a minute uh, a minute left where can we find all of your socials how can people get involved uh YouTube is super rider TV to twitch is super rider TV TikTok same thing and then the website superrider.tv that's uh best place to find it nice they can just google super rider tv and yeah. just so you know all of the all of the merch and everything that aaron's doing is going back into bringing back this incredible super rider show that uh, i'm hoping you know i didn't even really know that existed there'll be other listeners how we'll be like wait a minute we could do that yeah, sean's gonna, listening is, like yeah, yeah we could do our own cool. version <laughs> so um Aaron, thank you so much for coming to for chat to us uh, right now. We'll, we'll definitely be getting some more from you. Um, we've been the Shindig Podcast. We have been. I've been Aaron um, Good. And uh, thank you, Aaron, for, for joining us today. As he said, make sure you, you search for Super Rider TV. And, and go and subscribe to his YouTube. Lots of good things coming out. Serious uh, fast growth. And um, it will be something that shouldn't be missed. So, Yeah. Thank you very Thanks, much, guys. Aaron. Um, thank you thank you so much again um hopefully we will ride together very soon yes yes please that'd be amazing if not benhamville we we (laughs) we didn't quite make this year i was quite let some riders down because i did say we'd be there but we um it's we will try we'll try again for next year i know kenny was very keen to get us there as well so yeah it's gonna happen it's gonna be amazing perfect (laughs) all right take care cheers mate ah you 